the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-hosts, Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money and Patty Cohen of Compass Realty. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during that sh- during the show. Uh, that certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Dan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin, and that is worth over $100. It's a good price. And today's trivia, mo- trivia theme is... The movie Animal House. I thought that would <laughs> be right. kind of fun. That's awesome. That's <laughs> my favorite movie. I, isn't it great? I love that <laughs> it movie. Is, it is. <laughs> okay. Uh, boy, a lo- a lot of dance things. with the old dates. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lot of things come out of that movie. That's exactly. so funny. All right, Dom, real estate, what you got for us? What do I have? And you know what? Um, before I start on to anything else, I just want to remind people, uh, because it's not too late, uh, this coming Wednesday oh, yeah. is our fund information gathering in Fremont. That's uh, Wednesday, June 19th from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Fremont Marriott. If you would like to uh, RSVP, it's not too late. It's getting pretty crowded, though, but it's 415-883-2150. That's 415-883-2150. Or you can go to our website, which is www.pacificprivatemoney.com. So we hope to see you there, but uh, please call and register. And the best part is the uh, the food and yeah. watching us in action. We were just picking the hors d'oeuvres uh, this past week. Is that week. right? Yeah. Okay. All right. The food's, always, the food's good. always good. The food's always good. <laughs> Yummy food, That's easy it. place to park. It's a nice venue. So yeah. uh, besides that, all else is good. We're in the throes of summer. Um, you know, it's uh, it, a little bit of a lull as uh, school gets out and people take uh, their vacations. But uh, yeah. I think you see the same thing in uh, the real estate market as well. Like fewer listings come on yeah. for a short period and then it kind of picks back up again. But Yeah. I mean, right now I'm hearing so many people are just going, graduation today, graduation today. Yep. This is this uh, yeah. is the week. Yep. And then, then there's vacation. But, I mean, summers are generally slow. And it yeah. picks up again a little bit the second week in fe- September. But, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, kids going back to school and everyone yeah. wants to be in their house before school starts. Yeah. 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 Summers have been uh, good for us. I mean, it's been, sometimes it's June that is uh, really on fire. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's July, but uh, summer times have been pretty good. August gets a little bit slow and then September gets crazy again. Mm. But um, no, it's uh, business as usual. Uh, we um, have been uh, holding webinars for realtors and mortgage brokers uh, about our bridge loans. And uh, otherwise, uh, it's all good. But uh, mm-hmm. I actually brought a few articles that yeah. I wanted to share with Patty because I always love these segments that we do with Patty because mm-hmm. I'm interested in the real estate space, residential. But 
It was interesting. I think on a previous um, show, we talked about how millennials are moving to Bakersfield. Um, and yeah. uh, I, I got another article that came out this past week, and it says five cities where millennials are buying homes across the country. Bakersfield is number three in the country. Amazing. Really? It's, yeah. just, it's just got to be cheap because who is wants to live in Bakersfield? It's well, about cheap. Yeah. It is. And I guess, um, you know, they're moving from other areas, southern Cal- other parts of L.A. County or uh, maybe other parts of the Central Valley. But it's it's uh, like a land grab there. Amazing. I mean, the homes in Bakersfield Ooh. are in the hundred. In eighty to two hundred fifty thousand dollar range, mm-hmm. and like what uh, two hundred dollars a square foot or something? Probably in that yeah. range. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's crazy. I can see the square footage, but number it's so w- corrupt there too. I mean, it's just it? the whole thing is backwards. <laughs> Bakersfield. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we live. We're lucky we live here. We are in the Bay Area, right? Well, number one was Olaf, Kansas. So, in comparison to where else other O L A F. O L A T H E Olaf 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 okay. uh, I'm probably butchering I the thought name. it was uh, the 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 guy from Frozen Olaf, uh, Olaf. <laughs> Frozen 2's coming out Is it really? Yeah, can't wait to <laughs> I didn't even like Frozen 1 except for the music but go <laughs> ahead like you got so excited yeah, I know <laughs> <laughs> Number 2 is Chesapeake Virginia Oh, oh yes. interesting uh-huh. It's a nice area. It's funny. I, you, the audience, can't uh, see this, but I have a picture that they printed out. So for Bakersfield, they show a really green landscape, and that's just they just, probably picked like wrong. one day in January. <laughs> exactly. well, they probably like, watered that area just for this. Uh, <laughs> we shoot. shouldn't bag on Bakersfield too badly. No. I, know. I have, I have uh, in-laws who live there, and it's actually pretty nice. You can yeah. go up. You're not too far from the mountains too. Well, you're you're a big mountain biker, so yeah. And then I mean, if for 125,000, anything's nice, really. Like yeah. what a quality of life, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. true. I mean, it's got all, you know, it's it's, it's pretty populated. It's big. There's mm-hmm. a university there. Number four was Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Okay. So, and then number five is Anchorage, Alaska. Really? Yeah. Ouch. Is that, is that attracting people there? Or is that just... That's, well, global warming. It's going to be the next see, beach. I'm choose Sioux Falls, <laughs> Bakersfield, or Anchorage. Uh, yeah. I think I'll check, choose Chesapeake. Yeah, I'd go to Chesapeake. That, that, that's Maybe Sioux Falls after that. Yeah. Maybe Bakersfield. But I have to imagine, you know, I'm sure the Sacramento has got to be ranked somewhere in there. Somewhere, yeah. yeah. As well as... And, and this yeah. was, this was again, the people moving there the most? Millennials. Millennials. So 20 to 30-year-olds, um, maybe, uh, you know, just between 30 and 40, but that's that's where a lot of migration is happening for that age group because it's affordability. I mean, what kind of jobs? Is it just all cyberspace type thing? I suppose. I mean, I think there's a yeah. lot of jobs you can do sort of online these days. So. Oh, maybe that's it. Uh, tell you what, we're going to get to our first commercial break. Again, we're talking about Animal House. And for those who uh, remember the movie, you should be able to get these questions. Here's our first trivia question. In the movie Animal House, what was the name of the college? Not so easy. Uh, you'll, once, I, once I say it, you'll, you'll remember it. Call 888-912-1190. Be the first caller with the correct answer. You're going to win that tanning certificate. I want to make a quick mention here for the uh, this summer, Broadway Under the Stars invites you to experience the best night ever. Join them in the vineyards of Sonoma Valley for a festive pre-show picnic with the best local wine, food trucks, and music. Uh, experience breathtaking performances under the stars with Broadway professionals from such shows as Hamilton, Wicked, Mamma Mia, and more. Reserve your tickets at bestnightever.org. I've been there uh, before. It's phenomenal. It's awesome. They, they do a really, really good show. I'm really, making notes right at now. At Sullivan. Really good show. All right. <laughs> right. Call 888-912-1190 to answer this question. In the movie Animal House, what was the name of the college? All right. Don't touch that dial. The best of investing. will be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. 
That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Edward Brown here along with Nam Fon and Patty Cohen. First trivia question on the movie Animal House. What was the name of the college? Smither? Eh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you I, I love yeah, doing that's that. That's total setup. No. Um, Faber. 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 Totally Faber. Okay. Yes. It was right. an ER college. That's close. Smithers. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Patty, let's move on to you because <laughs> okay. you are the uh, Marin County real estate agent extraordinaire. I would like to believe that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we all do up here at the Best of Investing. Go ahead. What you got for us? Well, it's an interesting market. It really is because things, you know, it's graduation week. Things slow down a little bit. But what I, I provide the, the real estate statistics every week to our local paper. So I'm really on the numbers. And I would say about 50% of the properties are still going quite a big over asking. Really? At or, at or over asking. Wow. And that's why I say it's kind of a schizophrenic market. I shouldn't use that word. Someone told, okay. me, told me it was bad. <laughs> but anyway, not politically a correct. challenging market. I know, a challenging market. And um, because basically it's, you know, sellers price homes across their kitchen table so they can price whatever they want. Yeah. Right. And you know, and it, it has flattened out, and prices yeah. have gone down. As a matter of fact, yeah. just a little bit over the last year. Yep. And they probably, and with the unicorns that you've talked about, right? Yeah. It, with all of, with the rates stabilizing, with everything going on, it's going to be. You know, we're, we're, prices are not going to be going down a lot. They're not going to be going up a lot. So that's kind of what's happening. I mean, it's summer; things will start slowing down, but we still have things like flying out the door. But, but over asking, right. though, a lot still huh. goes over asking. A how, lot. How much but, percentage wise? Um, it just varies. I mean, I, we're we're seeing things like you know sometimes five percent over, like yeah. at or over asking, wow. and but, then we have people things going like five percent under because it's how it's priced. Yeah. To start right, with. right. I mean, because people may sellers may adjust in the market saying, you know what, I shouldn't put it too high, list it for too high because, you know, because it's not the same market it was a year ago. Yeah. So maybe they're just generally pricing it lower than they would have, you know, in and another. They don't want to get it stale. Yeah. Right. yeah. So it it's, depends how savvy they are because, again, you still have people that are, you know, when I say 5% under, that's from the original price. So you right. get the price reductions. Uh, and oh, yeah. and if they're not, if they're in denial that things have gone down a little bit and they're still going on that curve up and it's... Did right. that? That's how you get that difference. Do you know how many buyers, uh, how many offers are being, you know, placed on properties these days on average? You know what? That's a good good question. It's not like they're still going up, but it's not the fifteen offers or the okay. You know, yeah. we saw a lot of that in different different San Francisco. There would be like sixty five offers. It's not that, mm -hmm. but there's still people swinging. And in fact, yeah. it's not that because buyers are not having it. Yeah. Uh -huh. So yeah. They they, got, well, a lot of them got tired of being of being yeah. bid out. Yeah. And yeah. Just, Buyer know, fatigue. Yeah. That was yeah. something we and, talked about you know, before. It's like an emotional. It yeah. reminds me of, of like people that lose their child. You know, like oh, yeah. I, you know, they can't get pregnant, and then they keep they lose another baby. They just give up. Oh. They're yeah. not having it. Well, that's I, what's well, happening. I have an article we can cover later. But how many how many homes does it take for a first time buyer to find? Uh, you know, ah. to find but uh, oh, yeah. but. Were you going to... Well, I was going to get to her email. Since oh, Patty yeah. is going to have to leave here, pretty soon. can I get to the email? Yeah, please. Okay. Yeah. So an email comes in that seems kind of right up your alley because mm. it's talking about the real estate. With interest rates seeming to be stable for now, they actually are decreasing a little bit. Yeah. Does that mean a recession is on the horizon? 
Or is it now a good time to buy real estate to lock in a low mortgage? So yeah. it sounds like this listener is basically saying, you know, is a recession on the horizon? Right. But, you know, do I want to wait and, you know, will the prices drop or should I buy real estate now so I, because I can get a really good mortgage yes, rather than exactly. waiting for the to increase? Yeah, it's more about should I buy now or am I going to lose my shirt next year? And, you know, I think the first thing to do is look at the big picture perspective about rates. Like you're both very savvy about rates. So in the 70s, we were at 26, 24 <laughs> percent. When I got in the business 30 years ago, I remember it was really exciting. Anything under 10. Yeah. Well, how many years has it been? Like 15 or 20 where yeah. we're just like excited that we're at four or five, right, yeah. you know. So, you know, yeah, interest rates are, in fact, stabilizing. They're going down a little bit, but then they're going up a little bit. They're just they're yeah. doing this little, like, flat dance for decades. So I think it used to be the, the thought of a, a rate increase. Mm-hmm. People would jump off the fence and start buying. Like, yeah, I don't right. think uh-huh. that people are as sensitive to rates anymore. So mm-hmm. the, what they're Good really point. asking is, is there going to be a recession? Well, I think it's like, the rate question is off the table gotcha. somewhat. And so back to the 11 unicorns that are um, happening, right, many in the Bay Area, yeah, huh? that's going to make a difference. And it's going to take some time to hmm. have an impact. Right. But also, our economy is still good. It's an election year. Like all these, like I don't think that any one thing is going to be the mm-hmm. determining factor. But if you factor in the job market in the Bay, I'm talking just Bay Area because right, we're right. so unique, right? right? But so interest rates, the job market, the pres- the um, presidential election. Th- doesn't it seem like he just got elected like six months ago? I know. <laughs> it's I mean, never I know. out of the news, that's no, for sure, yeah. right? Exactly, yeah. Exactly. It seems like it just happened. I know, it's coming. One of the things you mentioned um, are the unicorns is, you know, for we were talking about how that should cause a uh, uptick in in um, home buying mm-hmm. because of all of these uh, millionaires. But they are instant in one sense, but a lot of them can't exercise their stock exactly. to be able to sell it for like six months. They have exactly. a six-month lockup. So yeah. most of the um, companies that, that have gone public so far, I mean, where, where are we in June right now? You know, they probably won't be able to, the employees won't be exercising these stock for another maybe couple months. Yes. Like, so August, September, October is where you may see some of these people who are, you know, will be able to liquidate some of their stock and start doing something with it. Yes. And that, in in a way, that's really good because it's not like there's this event called these unicorns that are happening because it's staggered Mm -hmm. and, and it's all, it's really healthy. Like, I don't think we're going to see a big spike up, a big spike down. Mm. And we saw the spike, like, so from 2003. 12, 13 is when things spiked up. Yeah. And it really stopped in 18. Yes. And, yeah. and really, yeah. I started seeing it in like 16 mm-hmm. uh, in the upper end. I was like, oh. things are different. So if you're a buyer right now and you're working with a buyer, what would you counsel them on in terms of should they buy now or should they wait? Um, what what well, would you... You know, uh, I'm sure it's you know depends, but yeah, generally, I, uh, I do. I think it's a good time to buy because if you think about historically in the Bay Area, we only had that one spike. Otherwise, we have these gentle waves. Like we have a big mm. push up, and then we have a, a flatness. So mm-hmm. we're going to be in some flatness, but it might continue to still go up, but not at the crazy rate that it was for a few years back. But I don't think it's a bad time. So let's pretend that that's that's wrong and things are actually going down. It's not going to go down that much. 
much. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. especially if you find like the house that you really want, yes. that's more important than yep. the price. Yes. You say, I don't want to lose this house. This is right. the house I want. Right. And historically, every ten years in the bay in in Marin, let's just talk Marin. Every ten years in Marin, your house is going to double. Now tell that to somebody that bought, you know, in '05 and sold in. 10 that's right. not true yeah right. but, in fact uh, it's so funny because you know that you look and they and they say well i can't sell it for that i'll, I'll lose money you know yeah but you have to look at the current price yeah right. otherwise you know the people who bought in the 70s and at you know bought for a hundred thousand and it's now worth a million right. you say well okay i'll pay you one hundred and ten thousand. you still make a profit right, right. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 it's just amazing yeah all right stay with us we have a little bit more time here okay. uh second trivia question on animal houses this is easy one. Dorfman was given what Delta fraternity name, right? Okay. Uh, 888-912-1190 to answer that question. If you're the first caller with the correct answer, you're going to win that tanning certificate. Uh, the movie Animal House, Dorfman was given what Delta fraternity name? Don't touch that down. We're going to be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Edward Brown here along with Nam Fon and Patty Cohen. Second trivia question in the movie Animal House. Dorfman was given what Delta fraternity name? Is it Flounder? Flounder. Remember, Am I right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. all right. Yeah, that's the what, only name I know. What's my Delta name? Bluto, <laughs> that's brother right. Bluto, Flounder, Flounder. <laughs> my Flounder. Why not? Okay, I'm sorry. I know every line from that movie. There's so many actors in that movie and actresses yeah. that that went uh, on. Yeah, went on yeah. for a lot of different. Yeah, things. the the one who played the girlfriend ended up being the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, being... that boy is a pig pig. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, now, what did she do after I don't that? Know. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, Kevin Bacon got his start in that. Kevin Bacon, yeah, yeah, he I was. Remember him. He, yeah, okay, he was in the very beginning, a little beanie on his head, and then, yes, and then he was uh, one of the recruit, you know, the yeah, you know, ROTC yeah. kind of guys. Yeah, thank you, sir. I have another. You know, yeah. yeah, he was one of the ROTC guys, exactly. Oh, yeah. ROTC guys, so funny. Okay, that's such a great movie. Okay, <laughs> continue on. Yeah, so here's an article, and that uh, should be right up your alley. There, um, Patty, how many homes does it take? For first-time home buyers to find the one. Wow! And the uh, and kind yeah. of subsequent to that too is how many offers does it take for a, before a first-time home buyer gets their offer accepted? Exactly. They're, they're kind of very similar. Well, also how much time does it take? So, for example, in Bakersfield, mm-hmm. three houses one day. Yeah. You know, right. um, here, two years, <laughs> fourteen houses because there's not much inventory. Right. You yeah. know, but oh. two years, people look for years and they get really highly emotional crying and all that until they finally just, I'm going out. I can't do it. Really? You know, so that's the, maybe the millennials leaving. So, yeah. So how, how many actually stay in, in the area when they first started looking here? Cause I know like the number of home buyers that in Marin come from San Francisco is like 30%. Yes. Some big number. Yeah. Right? Our, 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 the biggest, um, Buyer pool in our market, at least in Marin County, is Ken and Barbie from the marina. <laughs> yeah. I know him. <laughs> you know, I, I see them every day. Every Sunday, I see them at open houses. And they're the nicest people. They're as nice as they look, you know, yeah. and they're, they're going to start a family. They're going to the country. And um, that's country. our buyer pool. They're, yeah. you Interesting. Know, and, and, and they make 
300,000 a year. Uh, way double. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they've got yeah. They have to. And and a starter home is a million 5 mm-hmm. for them. They make 600,000 a year? Yeah, maybe some of Do them. Do you know how many weeks Nom has to work to make 600,000 a year? Every time, Edward, every time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got exactly. One, one more quote from Animal House, because this guy only had one line in it. I think his name was Stork. What are we supposed to do, you moron? Oh, Remember that? Yes. <laughs> That's the only line that guy had in the movie. All right, exactly. no, sorry. He got paid handsomely, too. Yeah, I'm sure time, he right? did. Oh. He got a line in the movie. So, yeah, hold a six-pack. So these buyers, you know, in this article, they say, clear clarity in your vision. So you have to go in kind of knowing what you want. Yeah. Right? Also, uh, your flexibility when it comes to details outside of the must-haves. Because a lot of buyers come in with this kind of dream idea of what they're going to get. Yeah. Um, and they're often surprised. Yeah. Um, in many ways, uh, not to mention once they get to the inspection. Okay, yeah. If they were to get an offer right. accepted. But, you know, what would you tell new buyers coming into a, to a market, to, in Marin especially, yeah. to try and compete in this market? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's sometimes a lot of people have... Uh, an unrealistic expectation and they up their price range. That happens a lot. But okay. sometimes people can't and they're just squeaking in. Right. And they let go of a lot of things mm-hmm. or they give up entirely. But um, it really does pay. What I, my counsel to people when they're in a, mo- a multiple offer situation is may bid on a number that you will be you will not be unhappy if you get it mm-hmm. and you will not be unhappy if you don't get it yeah, got it that's yeah. a good way to do it yeah, yeah. because I, people get really emotional yes. and they they make mistakes like they buy a house that they that wasn't even on my checklist those what i ended up getting and sometimes they're just so happy i mean they right. they've been through wars and they've given up their first born child and they finally get that house so it just really depends but yeah. and then in the upper end we are not seeing as many multiple offers but you do see multiple and then it's just you know 3 million all cash when we close right. take it yep you know yeah that's where we often come in to uh, the situation being sort of that quasi all cash yeah. uh, option for people, which we can chat about later. It's a great option. I mean, be- people don't really realize they can do it, but I mean, you have to have the means to do it. You have to be able to qualify. Right. And a lot of people are squeaking in and they don't have as much down and all that. Now, how many times do they, do you think buyers, first time buyers write offers before and lose before they actually kind of wise up to what it takes to be competitive. It, 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 uh, most of the time. W- like, the ones that get to the finish line has have been through this. It's kind of like getting a master's degree. Mm-hmm. Like they've they've taken the test, they've gone through the course, and now they know what it takes. Yeah. They they write the love letter, they um, they bid the correct number, mm-hmm. they're not upset if they get it. You know, it. so it's it takes a long. It, it's not that easy. They just go through it and through it and through it. Yeah, well, it's brutal. I mean, it, it's it's much easier in a, with higher price properties. Mm-hmm. Three plus million people are very clear. They want it. They get it. It's mine. Got it. Done. It's probably it hasn't been their first home. Yeah, not their first rodeo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Interesting. First rodeo. Wow. Okay. Uh, moving on here, I'd like to give Nama not a trivia question, but a, uh, an email question that comes in. How do you plan for potential losses in your fund? So you have to give a little background on that. Yeah. So um, Pacific Private Money Fund. Uh, what is it? Or Pacific Private Money Inc. Well, who are we? We're yeah. private lenders. We make loans on real estate to borrowers across California, uh, many of whom are uh, coming to us from a real estate uh, agents like yourself, um, and we make these loans. Uh, the capital that we use to make these loans are through investors, accredited investors that we have either on an individual trustee basis, which we can chat about later, or those who invest in our fund, which is a mortgage pool fund. It's a debt fund. And um, 
So the Pacific Private Money Fund um, makes loans. It has a portfolio, and sometimes borrowers run late. Um, sometimes borrow, we have to foreclose on a property. But your question pertains to how do we have, you know, how do we address uh, having uh, having to pay out, I guess, right? Yeah. Well, basically, if, um, if there's going to be potential losses, losses. In, so, in the fund. So what you do is, uh, what we do is we set aside a certain dollar amount. Uh, for reserves, and it's a quarter percent. Okay. And uh, that accumulates over time so that we build up sort of a war chest in, yeah. if we have to uh, mm-hmm. pay out losses. Yeah, it's uh, happened like uh, once, right? No, we've that- actually had zero losses. We've oh. had foreclosures. Oh, right, right, right. Um, and we've had buyers who go into default, but in terms of losses, we've actually been really fortunate. Okay, exactly. so you're still building up the war chest. Um, yeah. You've actually made a little bit of money on some of those foreclosures. Yeah. Okay. We've made, uh, we haven't lost any principal, yeah. uh, not not only in our fund, but in all of the in- trusted investments that, uh, or loans that we've done since we started in 2008. And that has um, to do with the good underwriting. Good underwriting. Yeah. Um, oftentimes, you know, if there's good underwriting and making sure that the borrowers are bringing equity into, gotcha. you know, we don't make ninety ten loans. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that in the, in the next segment here. We're going to cut to our uh, next trivia question here. What was the name of the band that played at the fraternity and was also the attraction for the bar where the Delta House guys go to? Okay, we're talking the movie Animal the House. The band. What was the name of the band? All right. When they were dancing with when the dates. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. That was, and that was uh, it, uh, the bar. The bar. Uh, but before yeah, that, they actually bar. played in, oh. in the Delta House. Oh, that's right. The first they did. They played there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they uh, uh, did the uh, a little bit louder now, no. a yeah. little bit louder now. No. Okay. And shout. shout. There you go. Uh, also, I want to make a mention here for Dr. Keith Cooper. Uh, He's a dentist, a board-certified specialist who's been replacing, uh, excuse me, placing and restoring dental implants in San Jose for more than 25 years. His patients love him. Call, uh, well, actually, best to email him, Keith <laughs> Cooper at cooperdds.com. All right? Uh, so don't touch that dial. The best thing will be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing. Edward Brown here along with Nam Fon. Patty Cohen had to exit stage Stage left. right. Exit stage right or left? Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Depends on the show. <laughs> okay. Here was our third trivia question. What was the name of the band in uh, the movie Animal House that played at the fraternity and was also the attraction for the bar where the Delta House guys go? I was going to say The Temptations. <laughs> no, close. It was uh, Otis Day in the Nights. Remember? It says, let's hit it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Mark says that all the time. I know. <laughs> he got that from me. He would have known that. He would have known that. Yeah. Mark, we needed you. Today. I know. We're, yeah, he was off today. Okay. Uh, so let's get into a deal of the week because that way you can explain what kind of loans you guys do. Yeah. So the deal of the week this week, and I hope it's not a repeat because I talked about a second before on a previous week, but I'm pretty sure this one isn't. Um, this deal of the week is a second that we made. So people ask, okay. well, well, first of all, what's the second? It's a loan in junior or junior lien positions. So yeah, typically, some, some bank will have the first mortgage and you yeah. guys are willing to do a second. Yep. It better be conservative. <laughs> so here's what happened. This borrower came to us. 
they actually um, were buying and had a home to sell. So typically, uh, you know, what we've always said in the past is um, we excel in making these loans, what we call a bridge loan, because um, banks typically won't, well, many borrowers can't qualify for two loans at the same time, yep. right? Because they have the existing home with the mortgage that they're paying, and then they, if they want to go out and buy another loan, or excuse me, another home, mm-hmm. and get a loan on that one, most banks will say, well, you don't have the income to qualify. Um, you will, though, once you sell your what we call departing residence, the okay. one that they currently live in. So, this case, though, this borrower was strong enough to have uh, enough income to get a loan on the first on the property that they're moving into. Okay. So they had a first, but um, and they had their uh, their departing residence in escrow, so it was going to close. They were going to use though the proceeds from the sale towards the down payment. So they okay. they qualified for the first, but um, it was you know. Oh, but they didn't have the money y- yet, yet. Uh, okay. for the down gotcha. payment. So, um, but it was going to close. It's just got delayed a a little longer. When I say it was going to close, it was the property that they were selling, that they were leaving uh in order to free up that equity so they can use that for the down payment. So Pacific Private Money uh, stepped in. This came to us from a mortgage broker. Uh, The second that they needed was for $315,000. I think it was behind a... um, Something like a six hundred thousand dollar first. Okay, so we advanced the funds for them okay. for the down payment, uh, and it allowed them to close their the property that they were moving into on time. What and was the value of their departing house? The value of their departing house, I think, was somewhere in the nine hundreds or somehow. So you okay? Or, so or actually, you know what? I don't know what the recall what the value was. Oh, it was okay, the okay. combined loan to value though was like seventy percent uh, between the two. Okay, so, so you took a uh, a second out on basically both properties, right? Be- no, just the departing. A second out on that, and they then, had a first on the exist. Uh, yeah, the, on know, the existing. The, but you said that they qualified for a first on the new house. Yeah, so we. So you'd be a second on that one also, then, right? Wouldn't you? No, just on the first. The first because house. we only they only needed three hundred fifteen thousand their deposit to put da- as a down payment on the property that they're purchasing. They just hadn't had it freed up yet because they didn't sell. But how did you? What kind of collateral? You got a, you got a second on the existing house. Yep. But yep. when they bought the new house, wasn't there going to be a bank in first position? Yeah. Or? In first. Yeah. yeah. So, so we're just advancing funds for using the equity in the the house that they already own. Oh, okay. So, uh, so you didn't get collateral on the new house. Yeah, there was no oh, cross. Okay, okay. Sorry, gotcha. there was no, no cross. cross. Okay, so so the house uh, nine hundred thousand, um, roughly divided by seventy percent was a million two eighty five. Basically, like. gotcha. Okay. Mr. Mr. CPA here running the numbers. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm just uh, trying to figure this one out here. Uh, yeah. By the way, audience, sometimes we kind of do this on the fly. So, uh, so the yeah. the the nice thing was we didn't have to cross. Yeah. Uh, we could do a second. The the sad thing is, in one sense, is um, that this is going to pay off quickly. Really fast. Not that yeah. we really care if the loan is going in the fund, because and nor should our investors, because we make money on the revolution of capital because we're charging fees and points, okay. which are shared with our investors. But uh, if this were an individual doing this loan, they'd be very sad in a couple of weeks when this uh, when their house sells. This yeah, because they just sells. go. The investor would just go ahead and invest for a couple of weeks and then get the money right back. And it's like, yeah, you know, why waste the time? But if you're earning points, that, that money, I mean, now your rate of return is like, you know, 80% or whatever the figure yeah. is. And annualized. so, and the, the realtor on this, I'm sure is going to be happy. And the mortgage broker is happy too, sure. just because this deal got, to, you know, it's going to close. We're just going to get paid off and, you know, in other 
bridge loan scenarios would typically refinance out of our loans. Um, but uh, in this case, we're just going to get paid off completely. So, And, and the fund is, is currently earning what right now? About 7.5%. Okay. Uh, it's been hovering around 75 let's say between 7.4 and 7.7 for okay. the last 18 months or so. And it's still open to investors? Still open to investors. And I mentioned at the beginning of the show that we have a fund uh, information gathering coming up this coming Wednesday in Fremont. Hopefully you can make that. We'll probably do another one. And actually, uh, in probably some upcoming episodes soon, we'll announce uh, a surprise joint event uh, oh, yeah. we'll be holding That's right. maybe later this summer, maybe as early as July, that we'll be excited to uh, to talk about. I think uh, a lot of our listeners will be familiar with uh, who we're going to have the joint event with. A lot of good information. Yeah, really good information. Really good information. Um, but in terms of this upcoming one, it's just, just us. Talking about the fund. Okay. As usual. So, so yeah. see how you can earn uh, around 7.5%. No fee going in, no fee coming yeah. out. I like it. Uh, also, I, I wanted to mention a quick little deal of the week myself here. That um, So, husband dies in 2017. The wife, kind of stricken with grief and all that. Um, she doesn't know that much about finances, and so she accidentally lets a lot of bills just kind of get not paid. So, her FICO score goes all the way down to about 560. She has some rental property, and she's doing a 1031 exchange, and she's purchasing this new piece of property for $1.1 million. She's putting down $800,000. Hmm. She needs only a $300,000 first mortgage. So you're talking about 27% loan-to-value. Wow. Uh, but because of her FICO score, there's no bank in the world that's going to lend her based on 560 for a rental property. So what will happen is she'll get the deal done, and then um, within six months or a year, whenever she can get her FICO score back up to, to normal, she'll refinance it out, or she'll sell some other property. So but she's got to go from 560 to at least, what, 620, something 640, like that. Yeah. So, so that's, that's uh, you know, again, a little... Nice, nice little uh, story yeah. to, to kind of help out a borrower. You, you know, we kind of like that. Yeah, and those are really common, actually, surprisingly yeah. common scenarios that we see. So, um, you know, Pacific Private Money solves a lot of uh, challenges that borrowers can't always get, um, you know, that solution from a conventional lender. But at the same time, we don't do conventional loans. So we're really what we call friendlies to the conventional lending industry. And we always refer clients back to the referring source. So most of our referring uh, sources are banks. Uh, yeah. So if there are a lot of listeners out there who are in the mortgage business or real estate business, uh, they should go ahead and call Pacific Private Money at 415-883-2150. And then they can go ahead and uh, refer business yep. to get the deal done. And then it gets referred back to them. They, they retain a client. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Stay with us. The Best of Investing. We'll be right back with some closing comments. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Fawn of Pacific Private Money. Didn't have a trivia question, but Nam, uh, so people can invest in the Pacific Private Money Fund and earn around 7.5%, no fee getting in, no fee getting out, lots yep. of liquidity. It's like a mutual fund of real estate mortgages, primarily in California. Right. All right. 
What about people who there's just some people who just don't like investing in a fund? They want to be no. They want to know exactly which. In, uh, loan it's going into. Yeah, they want control. control. So, um, like you were saying, with the Pacific Private Money Fund, there are those nice features where you have uh, the lending decisions made by us, managing the the, the relationship with the borrower and collecting uh, the payments. Um, but it also comes with requirements. So, as an investor oh, yeah. in the fund, you do have to be accredited. Um, people ask uh, ask this often when uh, when we talk to them. Is what does it take to? What's the requirement? Yeah. Uh, number one, you have to be accredited. So accredited means that you have a million dollar net worth. Uh, you can, uh, unfortunately, you can't include your personal residence in that yeah. calculation. And actually, um, we don't verify that million dollars. It has to be a third party. So you have, you can go to a CPA. There's a letter that we provide that has to be signed off by a professional, a financial advisor, CPA, um, or attorney. They can sign off on behalf on your behalf, and and we'll look at your documents, like broker statements, um, in order to say yes, this person meets the accredited investor uh, certification or, or threshold. Or you can qualify an income, which is two hundred thousand for the last two years. We'd have to uh, you'd have to show tax returns, um, or three hundred thousand as a couple. That's uh, the first requirement for investing in the fund. The second one is it's a one year hold, it's one year lockup, and actually that's used to be two years. We lowered it to one year, and actually that's the lowest we can go. That's uh, per securities uh, regulation, and the uh, but uh, so if you need to redeem within a year before a year, there's a small fee. But after a year, then there's no fee, so you can just take it. And that's, and uh, there's no load going in. No load going in. Yeah. So to invest, there's no fee going in. That also uh, means 100 percent of your money goes to work for you. Exactly, yeah. and you start uh, earning the return as soon as it's deployed. Mm-hmm. Um, and the third requirement uh, requirement is fifty thousand dollar minimum investment. Okay. So there are folks who invest in trust deeds just because, again, as you mentioned, they want control. They want to be that lean hole on, on the deed yeah. for 123 Main Street. Um, or sometimes they don't qualify as an accredited. Oh, yeah. And um, for trust deed investing, you don't need to be accredited. You have to be what's considered sophisticated. You can only invest a certain amount of your net worth, but you can invest in trust deeds. And um, to do that, you can register on our trust deed marketplace, which is um, www.privatemoneyloans.com. It's privatemoneyloans.com. It's kind of like a you know a market well multiple listing service for our own trustees that we sell. Right now we don't have too many on there, but uh, they come up all the time. Okay. And we'll, we may sell loans out of our fund um, to to give you opportunities to invest in in loans that we deem worthy for the fund, which is generally or generally more conservative loans. Okay. Um, but uh, anyway, those are two great opportunities, really, for trustee investing. Um, those are the two main types of investing that you'll yeah. see out there. Well, it's interesting because on a mutual fund, you know, if I own thousand shares of Vanguard index fund, you know, stock fund or whatever, mm-hmm. I, I don't. My name does not go on IBM and Facebook and, and Amazon and all these other. My name is just with Am, with uh, Vanguard, right? Yeah, and it's the same sort of thing. You know, in, in the day, well, in when you invest in in stocks, your principal can go down. Yeah. The next day. Yeah. No, this one doesn't get traded, which is kind of nice. So, again, give out your information one more time. Yes. Uh, to reach us at Pacific Private Money, go to our website, which is www.pacificprivatemoney.com, 
or you can call us at 415-883-2150. All right. Here's, we're going to cut out. Here's our thoughts for the day. I remember being in so much debt that I couldn't afford my electricity bills. It was a dark time in my life. <laughs> and I've reached an age where my train of thought often leaves the station without me. Oh, that's a sad thing. Don't grow old. It's not worth it. <laughs> Actually, it's not so bad going old. As long as you can stay in shape. That's right. And I told my wife, round is a shape. So is, <laughs> so is pear, but I don't want to be that. All right. Uh, tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown. We're wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190 or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.